Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dyson with Death. How are you guys doing today, Ryan? Hello, us guys is doing great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I chit chatted through the pre-show. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. tune into the Twitch stream if you want to hear me ramble or divulge all of Seattle's secrets. We got some juicy information about Seattle. Not really. I, I'd probably divulge the same that same juicy information uh, over and over again mm -hmm. and neil just forgets <laughs> yep and then you keep um, using the same secrets and stories over and over again to entertain me yep <laughs> yep uh we do not have a recap but uh, good news we'll probably have two next week yes but would we play <laughs> them both sure why not why not why not he said um why not? so if you didn't tune in last week, we've got a new character, mm -hmm. Devon, mm -hmm. the uh, fighter wizard, um, the shepherd's boy with a uh, gift of magic here on the island of Bravos. Is that what we call it? Uh, Bravo. Without Bravo. Yeah. Can't... Bravos yes, is this is Thrones. Bravos is Game of Thrones. This is Bravo, as in second letter of the alphabet, as mm -hmm. in a temporary placeholder name that I just couldn't think of anything else for. Yeah, are and there going to so, be 26 islands eventually? I don't know. We got five right now. Four right now? Arcadia, Bravo, Caldonia, Spoiler. and Ethos. Uh, oh. We're missing the D. I don't have a D island yet. Get there. Don't I'm do it. Some D, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Of course he is. Um, um, so we left off. Oh, you know what? Yeah. We should probably do roll. I'm sorry. We should do Discord for you. Know, All right for our for our voices or for no, no for the for the sounds. All right, I am here. Let me know if you. Serving has video, video chat. Whoa. Yeah. There are some new tabletop audio tracks that are sick. Nice. That we're gonna want to play with. So, so last week was Devon's first episode. Uh huh. And uh, let's see, we explored our shepherd boys' forbidden uh, tutelage with the little cave witch mm -hmm. outside of his his home village. Yep. Explored some magicy stuff. Some visions. Yes. And we went out seeking a cave in the east that uh, was once inhabited by a foamy woman of the sea. I forgot yes. her name. Like the sea matter. spray itself. Seltzer yes. is her name. Seltzer. There we go. Um, wandered around, got lost, killed a two headed lion, a vision of. Uh, a good omen. Mm -hmm. The split personalities of uh, knowledge and wisdom, Dorboth mm -hmm. and Guam. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, I don't know, wandered uh, north, there was found some a village. Sirens. Saw some sirens, went in swimming after them, um, impressed them, but failed to swim back to shore and got swept down the coast. Uh -huh. But eventually, uh, found the uh what you, the trifecta 
triple point. I don't know where the uh, sea meets the cliffs meets the grass or something like that. Uh -huh. And uh, at the morning light, a secret cave was uh, revealed to my keen fan eyes. Yes, it was. And I think that's where we left off. I don't have any of my shit. It's all like like stashed somewhere up the coast. Uh-huh. But we'll be fine. I'll just punch it. You'll just punch the cave, right? Just punch the cave punch and the... win Dungeons and Dragons. Right, so... You... Did we already scale the cave? No, I think I saw it in the morning, revealed in the morning light. And I said I was going to go check it out. And then you were like, that sounds like a good spot to cliffhanger it. Perfect. And so. Okay. Well, I'm hanging from this cliff. Maybe this track is a little too intense. It's called Witch nice. Mountain, so I thought it would be perfect, but. We'll save it for later. I'm not hearing anything. Are you playing? You're not playing anything. Uh, so you're not hearing it through Discord? No, you're not playing it through Discord. Uh-oh. <laughs> Maybe this? No. No? Yes! You should but hear the... this. I hear a thing, but I don't see a little microphone on your Discord. It sounds like windy or something. What the fuck? Um, let me check my Discord audio. Does chat hear it? Chat hears it loud. Say loud. Um, yeah, I turned it up so that see if maybe you needed to hear it. Oh, there we go. All right, audio device issues again. All right, we're here. Lovely. It's still a little intense for a grotto. <laughs> that can be. Let's some try that again. Action music later. Uh, fine. What about this? This will work equally as well. Okay, so. in the first rays of the morning light, you scale the cliff. It, you're mm. going to need a climbing check, but it's not going to be too difficult of a cliff to scale. Um, the rocks are sort of craggy. You'll probably get a, a plus four to your climb check from it. Okay, so we're talking. It's is it one third strengthened? Strengthened decks. So you okay. have fourteen. Fourteen. No. Yeah, fourteen, fifteen. A yeah. third of fourteen is like nine. Four. Yeah. Four round. Yeah. So it's a d twenty plus four. No, plus no. It, it's a d twenty plus nine plus four. So d twenty plus thirteen. Oh, no, it's two thirds strengthened decks. Or is it one third? It should be one third, but oh, twenty nine divided plus decks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, so that's within okay, plus nine and then plus four. Yeah. There it's we fine. Would have passed even without the bonus. You make your way up the clip face and into a very simple, very common grotto. Uh, the cave is maybe 15 feet wide at the mouth, maybe 10, 12 feet high. It sort of arches upwards and sideways and backwards, and it's this uh, shallow, or not shallow, this um, short, 
sort of shallow cave that's just open to the ocean. The inside is maybe 20 feet deep, 18 feet wide, something like that. And the very middle is a uh, carn. Is that how you call it? A pile of stones that would yeah. cover a Karen. body. Yeah. Karen. Karen. And around it are small jars, medium jars, some bags. Um, and at the very back of the cave is a large wooden box. Well, not that large. It's, um, I don't know, two feet by a foot by a foot and a half. Mm. I walk around the cave a little bit, uh, initially hesitant to touch anything, but I look, try and see what's in some of the jars. Are they like offerings to Seltzer or do they look like something else? Well, some of the jars seem to be filled uh, not filled, um, covered with something, looking like maybe some sort of beeswax-covered paper as mm-hmm. a, a primitive sealing technique on the jar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll notice that one of these jars, is, a few of these jars are open. Um, one of them has, like, uh, a pile of soap bars in it. One of them has, uh, it's like a smaller jar. It just has a, a bracelet made out of feathers, you can make mm-hmm. me some sort of check. I'll tell you what sort of bird it is from. Um, Let's see. I don't have any relevant bird-like skills unless we're talking folklore or something. No, it's fine then. Um, uh, a couple of bags lying around, a jar with some sticks of chalk in it. So uh, I have spoken a little bit with Atropos, the uh, our resident witch, mm-hmm. um, and I do have the, I don't know, I have a spellcraft proficiency. I don't know if it's fully formed in my youth yet, but um, do these look like spell components? Absolutely. Okay, I don't even need to roll. Yeah, so this look like... Okay. Yeah, as you start... I mean, there's like a bar of soap, there's some owl feathers, there's a prism, there's like a mm-hmm. small little bag, and if you poke it, it's like filled with sand very clearly, some chalk mm-hmm. sticks. Um, there are also what appear to be uh, five very small jars, like you know, teacup-sized jars. Mm-hmm. Anything uh, in them? Yes, they are all filled with a fluid. Each of them, and there the same are same fluid or different colors of fluid. Uh, the jars are opaque; they are ceramic, so you cannot see. I'm mean, so looking fluid. down the top of them. They're they're covered with um, beeswax, oh, beeswax paper filters. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay, do they look do these items look like they're carefully arranged or are they haphazardly left around? Like is this like a looks like someone's stash of spell components to like come and get or are they like they are carefully arranged here? in a oval around the carn. Um, but they're not like so carefully placed that they're holding some sort of magic pattern. It's not mm-hmm. they're like Intentionally placed, I, but they're not um, perfectly I'm geometrically like, is, shaped. Is this someone's stash of spell components, or were they left here as like an offering? It probably is it, the belongings of the dead that they are buried with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, standing and out I, will be a small book. Uh, not that small, actually. You know, about yay thick. What is that? A uh, four hundred pages, maybe. Mm-hmm. Wrapped in leather and bound with a simple leather cord Mm -hmm. Um, and a dagger made of silver 
and um, a small crystal ball. Everything else is either covered in a bag that you'd have to play with to open, or in a jar, or in that big box. Yeah, I'll approach the box and kneel before it. And uh, check to make sure there's nothing... There's no traps or anything, no like mechanisms on the on the lid. Um, well, give me a perception check as you scout it out. Although, if you want to take a lot of time, you can probably take it at advantage or something. Um, Depending on how careful you want yeah, to be with it. Yeah, I'll take I'll take some time. Um, I don't know. I can't imagine what I do for more than a few minutes, though. Like I scan around the rim of the box to make sure there's no like strings tied make sure there's i mean is there a lock Uh, it is bound in the same way the notebook is with a simple leather cord attaching a knob to another knob Mm -hmm. does the leather cord run anywhere as in like does undoing the cord pull any pull strings or mechanisms or anything nope there are no strings attached (laughs) i don't believe you um i think before opening it i am going to do some some magics, some rituals. So I don't have my spell components with me, so I'm gonna need to conjure some. Let's. I would like to detect magic, but for that I need powdered crystal. I'm hoping I can summon an unpowdered crystal and smash it to snortable pieces in here. Let's see. Naturally occurring spell component. Let's see, within a mile. Oops. Um, or detect magic. I'm going to need. Dust of crystals. crystal, prism crystal. These all have like GP values. Does does a spell component need to be, let's see, does it need to be listed on your economics to be conjured as a spell component? No, it just needs to be naturally occurring. This would have been a way better gift if I could conjure a crystal for those sirens. Oh well. But I guess the point was a land-based thing. All right, I, I would like to conjure just a crappy chunk of quartz that I could smash into a powder. Sure. Um, this conjure spell components needs to conjure a whole thing. Yes. But, yeah. So I conjure two per level, so it'd be two specific. Oh, okay, so that could be two different things. I didn't even realize that, but mm-hmm. probably. But I'll conjure, I guess, two chunks of quartz. Okay. Into my hands. You conjure two bits of quartz. They appear in your hands. Uh, do you have... How are you going to break quartz crystal down into powder, though? With rocks. So I'll spend some minutes smashing them between rocks in this cave. If it creates a powder, isn't that powder just going to fall on the floor? Sure. How, you, how will you 
get the the powder for yourself. I'll pick up the powder. Um, so the uh, detect magic causes the dust of crystals to resonate with magic auras. Can be sprinkled or inhaled. Um, does it need to be collected, or can I just make a crystal dust on the floor and enchant the scattered crystal dust that's sitting around in front of me? I suppose that would work. I just, I mean, without a mortar and pestle or some tool to properly break a crystal down, that's going to be like a, a, a very lengthy process, I think, to grind a crystal into dust. I was thinking, I, I was thinking it could be, it would be a quick and crude process of just crushing crystals, the rocks for a minute or two, and then enchanting the shards of crystal. I mean, it's not going to be efficient, so maybe this two to the two crystals gets one casting of detect magic or something like that. Uh, yeah, I guess give me a strength check. See if you can break the rocks. What's even the point of this detect yeah. magic? Or, I'm sorry, of this uh, conjure spell component that's so, limp- or so restrictive? Uh, I think it'll show itself uh, in the future. Actually, dust is listed as something that could be summoned. Mm-hmm. I don't know if crystal dust could, but... Well, you can break it down well enough that you can enchant the dust um, and snort it or sprinkle it as needed. Um, let's see. Snorting it seems like the uh, most useful way to use it, right? Mm-hmm. Just a little bit dark. I don't know. I don't think it's, I'm not like snorting it like lines of cocaine, but just like powdering dust and inhaling the the cloud of mm-hmm. crystal crumbs that I've smashed up in the area. Oh. Maybe doing some sprinkling as well. I'm imagining this like sort of like a 10 minute ritual kind of thing. As your eyes change color. Uh, you begin to see the weave of magic around you. The box contains a highly magical object within it, and the five small sealed teacup-sized jars each contain a magical liquid. Um, do I get a read on... Let's see. Uh, on their class? Let's see. It doesn't say in your new Detect Magic if I get to see. I think the new one doesn't show subclass. doesn't show um, school because it gives mm-hmm. you um, like more... Uh, what do you call it? You, you can, can just like... More, like you, don't yeah. to, you don't need to like... It doesn't take one round. You don't need to focus. Yeah. yeah. And in exchange, you, you lose the ability to see class. Or okay. school. Okay. Um, is there any? But like the box itself is not doesn't have a magical ward on it. Is the cave itself magical? And like I in a magical place? Yes. The front, the entrance to the cave is magical. Um, right now mm-hmm. it's transparent, but as you gaze out across it, you will see a like <laughs> a, a sheen across the front of it. Snort your crystals, not your coffee. <clears throat> yes. 
Alright, so there's some kind of illusory door. Or, mm -hmm. or maybe I'm brought to another place. It's mm. true. It might be a gateway. Well. So it seems like some magic potions. Or something. Or some equivalent. Magic liquids. Mm -hmm. Um... So th there's no way to distinguish anything about the auras. I just detect magic. I don't get like a this. Uh, I, can, I can I tell if they're the same liquid or did, like does the aura, are the auras if they if they were two different potions mm. would the auras be different or are the auras? Yes, you can detect that there are three different potions here. Mm -hmm. um, two so of presumably, them. Yeah. I like the idea that uh, the magic auras are distinct but incomprehensible. Yes. As is, but like this allows a way with either later spells or maybe with relevant knowledge or spellcraft, there would be a way to distinguish the auras of items. Uh huh. Does that make sense? Is that where you were intending? Sort of. So, like using a detect magic plus some other, plus some other spell or some knowledge, you could actually tell what spells are you're detecting. Yes, uh, I've been working on all the new spells have like a, a field that isn't displayed on the spell list yet called residue. And it's like when you cast a spell, what is the magical pattern that is left behind? So if you are familiar with all the spells and the, the residue they leave behind, you could say, oh, hey, look, there's some crumbled dust right here beneath this key. This is probably a magic key spell or beneath this lock. This is probably the remnants of a, a magic key spell based on okay. the after effects that are left behind by the spell. Three different potions, and yeah. Um, so if the box doesn't appear to be magically trapped or anything, or mechanically trapped, I will undo the uh, the leather strap. Yeah, it doesn't seem Slowly, to be cautiously or magical. Lift the lid. The lid will open, revealing a large double scroll that is um you know a, a scroll that is wrapped on two things um instead of just scrolled it rolled up into one it weighs probably about 25 pounds and it seems to be made primarily of brass upon seeing the, the scroll i immediately go blind Ooh. as the magic as the detect magic wears off yes <laughs> um and then i take a few minutes but I will interpret this as a, as a good omen or something. Okay. <clears throat> a few minutes passes. The blindness wears off. You are still alone in the cave with the carn, the corpse. Yep. There's a corpse? corpse oh, underneath the carn is a corpse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I will look. I will remove the scroll and unfurl it and see if I can make any sense of it. It is filled with um, arcane writings. It looks uh, like see. a scroll of spells. I am literate. I have learned something of the arcane, but presumably this needs a read magic to cast or to mm -hmm. decipher, mm -hmm. which I have, but I do not have. Um. I hope I didn't just smash my... Oh, uh, no, I'm more than a mile away from my spell components. I was like, I have a clear crystal prism. 
You would have um, realized that it was your crystal prism yeah, you were summoning. Yeah. For read magic. But I don't have enough MP to cast read magic at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go over to the book now. So I'll look at the scroll and like see if I can make any sense of it. Um, like it's not, there's no like pictographs or prophecy written on it. It's just uh, arcane runes that I can't make sense of. Writings, texts, there are some diagrams here and there. Um, but it's gibberish to you. It's all Greek to you. Mm. I'll scroll it back up and put it in the box. Is the box meant to be like a carrying case for it? It looks more like a protective case for it. You could carry it. It'll increase the weight from 25 pounds to probably 30 pounds. Um, It is clearly a magical scroll of some kind, but... The, it's still like a scroll. The paper on it is tough because it's magic and it's built for this. But at the same time, like, you know, if you chucked it into the sea, you'd probably ruin it. Mm-hmm. Um, I will approach the book and undo the leather strap on that as well. This. The book is filled with non-magical writing. Are you a literate spellcaster? I- I am literate. Is it possible to be an illiterate spellcaster? I guess so. It would be difficult. Um, yeah. Is it written in the current common tongue? It is written in the current common tongue. Maybe a slightly older version of it, but not so much that you couldn't read it. You know, the equivalent of, like, Shakespearean English. Sure. Um, totally legible. And, um, uh... I will read it. Yeah. Probably in its entirety. I think I will just sit down and read the book. You might regret those words. Oh, God. It appears to be a book of smutty fiction. Okay, I don't read it in its entirety then. I like, yeah. I try to, I read it to get the gist of it. Like, I still, yeah. like, once it comes to, this is trash, I like start flipping to see if there's something, yeah, something no, it, else to it, or like see if I can figure out who the author is, or like. It's yeah. about this, you know, young lad who is a farmer out in the fields, and one day a goddess comes by, and at first you're like, oh my god, it's a prophecy, it's a story. But mm-hmm. then, like, a couple pages later, like, the young boy and the goddess are, like, getting it on in the shepherd's shack, and you're like, that's an interesting, and you keep flipping, and it's, like, gratuitous detail, <laughs> and then you slowly get the impression that, like, as they go away and the young lad comes across, like, a goat herder's daughter and starts hooking up with her. You're like, wait a minute. This is just, this is just a smutty book. What the fuck? It's um, not it Randy's is, uh, book of dirty limericks or whatever. It's not Randy's book of dirty limericks, but it's, it's the equivalent. Who, is there an author written or a title or like, uh, yes, it is written by the woman buried within the Karn. It is Seltzer's by- own, book of smut that she was writing before she passed <laughs> hmm I flip like all, I go like all, I skim all the way to the end and like see if it there's any unfinished unfortunately it gets to like chapter 35 and it's like three quarters of the way through the book and then ends abruptly mid Perhaps. mid passage of you know uh, trembling thighs and tumult, not tumultuous, um, but tumescent members. Perhaps in my old age, I will complete Seltzer's life's work. But uh, today mm-hmm. I'm a little bit, uh, I don't know, put off by this. 
is I I keep investigating it, expecting there to be something more. I don't ha I don't know if there even is like a cryptography type proficiency, but I want to be looking through it to see if there are like if there's got to be more to this. This is a wizard's smut book. There's got to be like a hidden message or like give me invisible an ink or yeah. like. I don't know if I read it upside down and backwards by the light of the full moon. Does anything change? Let's see. Bio and bow. It's a really good check. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's there's nothing obviously about this. There's no like hidden secrets that you are able to divine at this moment. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know. There's no pictures in this one, are there? Or diagrams? No, no. Uh, it's all theater of the mind. <clears throat> I set it down amongst the other spell components. And stand up looking around. Am I supposed to take that? Would this be desecration? I put a hand on the on the carn. It's still morning. The sun is still shining into the cave. Mm -hmm. The body lies undisturbed underneath it. Mm -hmm. A little bit of wind blows through. You can hear the ocean lapping at the floor, at the sea below. Mm -hmm. I'm tempted by the magic teacups, but afraid to drink them. don't have the identify potion spell just the regular identify Alas. um <clears throat> there's nothing special about today right it's not like a full moon or a the full moon was two nights ago damn it might be a special day but i guess i could come back on another full moon i'm just wondering like will this be revealed every dawn or um or do i have to wait for a full moon or something hmm um, I'm going to leave the tomb or like put things back as I found them wrap back up the scroll box mm -hmm. um, yeah uh -huh. project feelings of goodwill towards the uh, towards the dead and uh, and depart the cave leaving it intact leaving it intact for now mm -hmm. um uh, I will. Is is the cave like part way off the cliff face, the grotto? Mm. Yes. And there's like sea below. Yep. Crashing is, waves on the rocks and cliffs below. Is there any way to safely get out of here? Is it another climb check to get out? Uh, you've passed the climb check to get in. You can climb back down. Okay. Down, not up. Oh yeah, you could climb up too. That's fine. But if I come back here again, I'll have to climb in again. You'll have to climb in to again. Like... Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, if you have rope, you could maybe lower it down and. Uh, I don't have rope. Brace but... against the wall. Okay. Yeah, but from from here, I can't scope out a safer way to approach this. I guess is intentionally meant to be difficult. Mm -hmm. If one were to swim up to it, would that make it easier to get in? Probably not. No, Probably no. the hardest way because you'd have to deal okay. with the waves crashing on the cliffs. Well, I will uh, leave and head north up the coast to go retrieve my stuff. Mm -hmm. 
All right. Uh, um, and I think in this day I can move at least two squares. Mm-hmm. Which will get you back to your stuff, I here, believe. Here, and yeah, spend whatever's left of the afternoon searching for that gully. Uh, right. The gully um, was right near the cliff edge, so you can find it. Okay. Uh, is yep. my stuff undisturbed? There should be like a staff and a... Let's see. What did I... I think it's like all my my like my robes I took off, I'd taken off just like it, down to like my pants or whatever, small clothes uh, or whatever. It looks like a gopher has burrowed up uh, betwixt your stuff and pushed a few of the things aside and started to pull something down into its gopher hole, but then stopped. Like the the leather on your sling has been pulled down. How many of my fireflies did the little bastard eat? Uh, zero. Okay. Zero. Everything is as it was. Okay. Mildly disturbed by the natural life. Okay. Well, I will gather my things um, and probably make a small camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bed down and rest. A camp can be made, and you can close your eyes and rest. Um, I don't have food written. I'm trying to remember what I had secured you had some here last monitor time. lizard and then the people at kroger were so kind that they gave you some food yeah and then uh, so you... i think some of that was here but maybe has been eaten by animals probably yeah okay yeah uh so i think you're a little hungry mm-hmm. yeah was i able to catch that uh gopher no Um, so I guess you can spend the night here without mm-hmm. having food. I don't think you can regenerate, um, MP. I think you'll, you'll need good rest and going to bed hungry is probably breaking good rest. Right. In that case, uh, at first light, I will go looking for something to eat. Um, I'll see what Here's a scorpion. Is that edible? Yeah. I'll ping it with a sling. Hmm. Yep. Nailed you it. will. You'll ping the scorpion with a sling. I doubt it has more than one hit point, but if it did, right. it is smashed against a wall. And there's like uh, goop on the wall, and you're like, kind of lost some of the good fluids. I'll- take my knife and cut off the stinger mm-hmm. cover my sling bullet and mm-hmm. uh, roast the scorpion over the fire maybe see if I can find some and um, some foliage to eat it with I don't know if there's like edible roots or anything around and have any relevant proficiencies but I'll uh You'll get a little food in your belly. Um, mm-hmm. You're not a survivalist expert. You usually no. herd goats and have stuff around, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well what's the plan? Um, head back to Seltzer's Cave now that I've got my stuff back. So I'll spend the day walking 
try to find some some more food, but we'll see. Maybe I'll get lucky and get a random encounter on the way. Is that good luck or bad luck? Um, good luck if it's something that I can kill and eat. No, no random encounters on this day, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can make it back to the same place. Of course, by the time you get here, the cave is not visible. Um. You can rest in the hills, though, for the night. Uh, it's There's still some light, right? Yeah. You arrive in the afternoon. There's light. I'm to climb and see if it was just an illusion or if it was... Um, I will gently toss... Find a stone, not a bullet, to use my sling to, like, gently toss it to the to where I think the cave entrance was. So you want to get, like, down and away from the cave so you can throw up at it? Sure. if you're on yeah. a sheer surface, you can't really throw down and in. No, I'll, like circle around to like the side of the cliff if that makes sense to like mm. up the cliff um the range is pretty long on this sling right it's like short range yeah. is 150 feet long range is 600 feet yeah um, um you will you I can f- chuck some rocks that you find not your nice bullets and yeah. throw them over and over and you feel fairly convinced that you've hit the entrance to the cave and it does not um it is solid a solid wall okay Okay. Wonder what happens if you get stuck inside of it. Um, I'll make a camp here. Stomach rumbling. And uh, um, I guess to role play, I'll sleep. But there's no reason to do that because I'm not recovering anything. Yes, but the human body still needs rest at the end of the day. Uh, You can rest the night away here. Wake up the next day. Tummy rumbling. Hungry. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Is the... Well, there's no sense in going into the... So I think I wake up well before dawn and search for food. You find a beached jellyfish. It's kind of edible. You can eat jellyfish, but when rotten on the beach, maybe not so fun. Um, um, I don't know how to how to even do this without. There's a a small rabbit as well. But you know that these little fuckers are fast, and with the amount of ground cover out here, you've got one shot. Grab it. Otherwise, it'll startle and bolt, and you'll never see it again. I will use a bullet and roll a one. Yep. Delete a bullet. You Um, startle the bunny, and it bolts. And I think I will have to abandon my quest to stagger back to town starving. Was the uh... the grotto was there in the morning? Yes, it was there in the morning. Okay. 
Uh, actually, if you wake up before the first dawn, then it won't be there. But as the mm-hmm. sun's rays come across the cave, you'll see, like, as the, the first light of sun touches the actual cave wall, that section just becomes transparent. And you'll reach a point where part of the cave is transparent and part of it is still a cliff rock wall, and it slowly just fades away. Um, I should have just kept traveling to Kroger. I don't know. Um, I have no proficiencies that enable me to gather food. How will you? How would you mechanically handle looking for food, or like fishing, or like anything like that? Oh, I would say if you want to dedicate your day to it, you can make an unskilled survival check, and if you succeed, you find food. But it's going to be like a, you know, a good portion of the day spent doing this. I think um, untrained survival should be a difficult thing. Especially in the uh, arid hills. Let's see. Survival is an int check. So int at half your ability score. My int is actually pretty good. But then if I fail... You're essentially, like, wasting a day and still going hungry. If I fail to climb, I die, I think. You are in a tough spot. Mm-hmm. I think I start making my way back home. Okay. Alright. One, two, and I don't know, am I force marching? Uh, I suppose, give me a call. I mean, do I, what, what's the, if I'm undernourished, I'm not trying to force much yet. I'll force much tomorrow. Oh, um, you've only been without food for two days, so I think you're fine. Mm-hmm. I think when we hit like the four or five day mark is when we're going to start being like, okay, you are starving. You have not eaten in days. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, it's fine. Yeah. Counter checks. High rolls, no encounters. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of frustrated. I feel like there's no reason to stop. Like, what if if I don't if I'm not recovering by resting? Why not just march through the why night? Why not just keep marching through the night? I think the the reason we don't march through the night is that it is difficult, treacherous terrain, and you mm-hmm. probably won't make as much progress in the long run yeah, as I, if you. So rest. I think I disregard I disregard time. I rest as needed to not push myself to death or exhaustion. Okay. And yeah. I just keep moving day or night. Perfect. I have good eyes, so I can see by night. And I will march. Yeah, and we're near the full moon anyway. So you can go ahead and move yourself an extra hex. Well, I just I just keep going all the way back. To okay, sure. It'll take you... Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. This is back to home. Okay. 
you will arrive in Necrot, I think in the late morning one day, after pushing yourself through the night, find your small little cozy farming, herding, shepherding town out here, Mm -hmm. uh, betwixt the the, the craggy outcroppings of hills, tucked away in a nice, safe little place, your homey town of a few hundred people. Um, welcomes you with open arms. Your someone gives a call that that Devon has returned, and a few moments later, here comes your mother running down the hill towards you, arms wide, tears in her eyes, saying, "I thought you were dead. You've been gone so long, Devon. I thought something got you. Oh my God, you look half starved. Where have you been? Here, take this chicken. Take this chicken. <laughs> it's okay, Mom. I've." Uh been on a pilgrimage to uh to Seltzer's tomb on the coast you haven't been talking with that witch in the wilds have you I thought I thought we talked about this no I had a vision a dream this new vision of uh a uh, cave, a grotto, hidden in the cliffs, where the ocean meets the land, meets the cliffs, only visible by the light of the first dawn. And what was it? It was Seltzer's tomb. The uh, daughter of the sea. And I found it. And then I starved. Um, let's see. So maybe I tell that tale to whoever gathered. I'm sure you'll briefly. tell the tale multiple times throughout the day. There's not much in the way of entertainment out here. And yeah, I don't you tell let, it to one person. And I'm careful not to another. give too many details. Like I don't want people to be able to retrace my steps and find it necessarily. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll just be vague. You know, that it's only visible at the light of the first dawn and the edge of the sea. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. And I'm looking on the economics to see how much rations cost. I think I can't even afford rations. Yeah, in this dunk poor backwater place, uh, rations might be difficult for you. What you could do, though, as a professional goat herder, is herd a goat out there <laughs> and, eat and the goat. uh no don't eat the goat goat milk the goat mm-hmm. mobile mobile food goat eats grass goat gives you milk you drink milk you're essentially turning grass into milk i can't afford a goat and uh, if we use your upkeep costs i will spend all of my gold keeping the goat alive for a month but I, I don't know that we're doing typical uh, economics. Uh, I don't think so. I think upkeep cost is more like you've got someone to watch over the animal, not like I'm herding the goat itself. Um, or like maybe a goat in a stable and you need to like repair the stable every now and then. Sure. Um, I don't have any goats of my own, so I would be stealing a goat from my parents. Yeah. But I guess that's what I do. So I will recover in town for a few days. Um, I was down three HP and I haven't recovered. 
Yeah, so you can kick it. So I'll rest in town for a few days to recover my HP and my MP. Yep. Um. So I guess I'll stay at home and tend to my chores, and skip a few days. Uh, yeah, you pass a few days. You've got duties here. Friends come to visit. They want to hear your story. Your family wants your help with the goats and this thing. And there's a new pen being made, but you know Jacob down the road got drunk one night and like smashed into it, uh, and now the fence has to be repaired. And there's always something to do. He's yeah. keeping alive um, is a, a difficult task in this yeah. age. To my friends, I will tell the tale of the sirens and uh, seducing them with uh, acorns. And probably once these stories start getting told, everyone like people begin to doubt the prior stories, and I get a bit of a reputation as a uh, teller of tall tales. Teller of tall tales. There you go. At least until you can start to back them up with something. But right now it's yeah, just and I tell them the two-headed lion and like uh-huh. starting to get a little bit outlandish and uh, uh-huh. after a few days the novelty wears off and maybe I maybe get shunned um, but I will heal and uh, let's see I'll roll a couple willpower check or actually it'll be B willpower six oh okay Go. The two days will be enough heal MP, three days will be HP. Um, one of those, I have not been tracking my armor spell very well, um, so I will just recast it. Okay. At some point in this time. Um, let's see. Two blessed leather, I refresh my armor. I will be at max HP, max MP, three days later. And I think without a word to anyone, I will sneak out again. Uh, a little bit frustrated or irritated that people are beginning to doubt my stories. Um, and where will you head? Uh, back to the Tomb of Seltzer. Okay. I will steal a few goats, borrow uh-huh. a few goats, and mm-hmm. take them with me. Okay. How the hell am I going to get a goat inside of that cave? <laughs> um, we probably won't. Um, that first aid proficiency that we we found out was useless, I will swap out. I think for animal handling, I guess makes the most sense, even though it seems like yeah. a useless proficiency for a for a wizard. Unless you need to get goats across map. Yeah. Um, right. Is animal animal handling is the herding related one? Yes. I'm not going to train these goats. That's why I heard over here. Yeah, you don't need to train your goats. Handling is wisdom minus one. What's the difference between base and adjust on your, on the, uh, uh, base is the initial adjustment and then adjust is like, I put an extra slot into it. So it gets, okay. So I'm putting them in the wrong spots. I mean, six of one half dozen, the other it's supposed to be convenient. So whatever, however you want to do it is legit. Uh, I don't know how many goats I feel compelled to take. How many goats did, uh... You probably won't need more than one or two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sneak off with a pair of goats and leave them 
east. Okay. I want to see if I can find where that lion corpse was. I think it was two days east, but it might have been up one. So I'll go one, two on this day and see if I can find where I stashed that lion. Yeah, it's not here. Or at least you can't find it here. I've I have rolled dice in an attempt to streamline. Yeah. Um, the the lion is not to be found. Yeah, it may have been one may, a hex north of here or something like that. Mm-hmm. Beginning to doubt my own sanity and wonder if the lion existed at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I camp with my goats, live off of goat's milk, and continue traveling the next day. Any encounters? Both of the encounters. All these high rolls? No, no encounters. Um, and then, um, can I force march goats? Do I need to roll like a willpower check for the goat for my animal handling and a con check for myself or something? Or are goats not slowed on hills or something? Goats aren't slowed on hills. You are going to be the limiting factor in speed, except when the goats want to stop and graze. Um, they're probably going to get... Yeah, if you make an animal handling check, you can force march. And a con check myself, right? Right. You can I'm push master, the animals. I'm a master goat herder. Mm-hmm. And so strong. Oh, look at that. So I will get push all the way to the coast... I convinced the goats that the pasture land here is better anyways. Mm-hmm. They're it excited is, to get yeah. to the grass, and I will you know, set up so that at first dawn we can uh, enter Excellent. the grotto. Is there any conceivable way to get the goats there? Goats are Some goats are good climbers. I don't know if our fat milk goats are able to climb a cliff. but Yeah, and directing them to a specific place might be difficult. You know, goats tend to be stubborn. You can kind of herd them along with a stick. <clears throat> But then, like, trying to herd them up a cliff, that would be a new experience. And you wouldn't want them to accidentally fall into the ocean or um, get stuck on a rock and be like, no, I'm not coming down. Mm-hmm. Okay. To leave them to graze for a short while. Probably not too long. Wander off, or worse yet, something wanders towards them. I'd imagined studying in the cave. Mm. How strong are you? Can you climb with a goat on your back? Um, I have 14 strength. Um, I don't think so. But then again, like a goat's probably going to starve to death inside of a cave unless I like load it with uh, grass. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll sleep till the next morning, and then. Uh... Uh, yep. Next morning comes along. You will arrive. You are already here. We will climb the cliff, and assuming that the grotto appears again, 
It does. I will enter and recover the scroll. Are the yeah. It's 25 pounds on its own, 30 with the box. Um, I have... I think I can carry that unencumbered. Let me double check, though. Yeah, 28 pounds on person. Does that include equipment in bag? Okay, yes. So 20, yeah, I'm fine. 30 pounds will just bear. I don't even need to empty my water skin. I can, uh, nice. I can grab box, climb back. Uh, will the, are the teacups easily transportable? Yeah, if you've got a, a place to put them in. Like, do they need to be held upright or are they sealed well enough that they won't spill? They're sealed. They've got like a, a piece of cloth that has been dipped in beeswax, so it's airtight. That's wrapped over the mouth, which is then bound with a, a piece of cord. So and you said there's a silver knife, right? There is a silver knife, pure silver. Um, omen reading might have been a cool proficiency to grab with uh, Atropos. I don't have any proficiency slots. Is that mm-hmm. a two slaughter or a one slaughter? I think it's probably two, but I don't know off the top of my head. Omen reading two, wisdom. Yeah. I don't have religion either. I've got folklore. Can I roll a folklore or an arcanology? Mm-hmm. Can will one of can I use one of those to get any sense of like if this is a sacrilegious act that I'm committing? Like, a, am I looting a tomb? Am I about to be cursed, or is this been, or have I been like chosen to uh, take this stuff? Or is this a decision that a uh, proficiency check's not going to reveal and I need to decide on my own? Yeah, proficiency check's not going to reveal that, but you did have a vision, right? Yeah. Visions but... mean something. Yeah, but did they mean I was supposed to loot the shit out of this tomb or was I supposed to come here and uh, learn something? Uh, well... All right. The silver dagger wasn't magic, correct? It was just a silver dagger? Correct. Non-magical okay. silver dagger. Well... I'll grab the silver dagger, tuck it in my belt. Okay. Um, how many tea- magic teacups are there? Five? Five. Uh, the rest of the spell components, how much would it take to gather up? How, how much would it weigh to gather up everything? Um, a, is that conceivable? No, it's not. Because a bunch of these are in like ceramic jars. And so the jars are going to be large and heavy. But if you started opening the jars and seeing what's inside of them... Um, that would... I do. I start peeking at what's what what all this stuff is. Yeah. So um, one of the jars has just a bunch of old dried sage. One jar is filled with honey. There's a jar of uh, wine and a jar of water. See, there's like is a it bag like of totally seed. soured? Like honey will last forever, but is the, the wine, wine is like bad. is this hundred year old wine or something like that that's been left in like a something like jar? Yeah. yeah. So it's like an air airtight and watertight container. But mm-hmm. the wine shouldn't sit there uh, with a little bit of air in it for so long. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's some sand and some sulfur and some bags. There's a, a bag of 30 silver coins. Okay. Um, that's easy to take. There's a, um, like a geometric compass, like the, the two points that come to a thing with the protractor in the middle. Geometric compass? Is that like if you already know where north is, you can measure no, angles like if- or something? You know, like if you're um, mapping distances on a... a, um... You mean a sextant or something? For like drawing out angles on a... Yeah. I thought it was called a compass. 
Yeah, just over. compass. Oh, oh, comp oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I know. Okay, yeah, yeah. I know exactly. A compass, yeah, yeah. Like a but like a compass, compass, also a drafting compass, not a, yeah. a map, uh, a directional compass. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure, I do actually have a, a proficiency earmarked for cartography. Hmm. Okay, there's a bracelet of feathers. One of the jars is filled with frankincense. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Are these? So these are spell components for some spell that I don't know yet. Definitely. Um, and there are two bags. So in addition to the bag of 30 gold, silver coins, there is a bag of 20 small gemstones and a bag of 10 small gemstones. Uh, and these gemstones look to be quite valuable. Okay. Um, cool. Uh, and the Book of Smut. Um... I'll leave the Book of Smut and uh, the spare spell components. I don't know. Mm, I take some minutes to ponder this hoard. Mm-hmm. Ultimately deciding to uh, take the Book of Smut. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and I think I want to take whatever spell, like honey and frankincense, those sound like valuable things, right? Certainly. Frankincense is definitely valuable. Um, and this much honey, it's like a, a full jar of honey, so it's like five pounds of honey. You know, that's, that's worth something. I do have a backpack, so I can stuff all this stuff in my pack. Mm -hmm. Um... The jars are sort of fragile, so don't take any big tumbles while you're carrying them. Sure. Uh, honey. Are there any other components that I would... Like, is it not practical to shove it all into a backpack, or...? Uh, no, I think there are too many jars, and, like, there's that... Um, like the jar of water and the jar of wine seem unreasonable to carry and unmanageable. Um, you can take like one or two of the bars of soap, but you don't need like five bars of soap. Well, maybe you do. I don't know. Um, the chalk is easy to carry. The jar of honey is going to be kind of heavy. The sage you can pull out of the jar and pocket yourself. Uh, yeah, you know, if you leave some of the soap bars and the wine and the water behind... And you maybe don't take all of the sand because there's like a lot of sand. Might be able to shovel. The yeah, the back. mundane stuff I'll leave behind. Sage, even does sage is kind of valuable. I don't know. It's light though, so like I'll stuff some sage in my backpack. Yeah, and you can also find sage just growing wild. You know? Yeah. Okay, so maybe not. But it smells nice. All right. Mm -hmm. Well. I start stuffing. I I loot the shit out of this tomb after after uh, <laughs> weighing uh, the wisdom in such an act. I ultimately decide to uh, mm -hmm. to take what was uh, given to me from on high. Uh, book of smut. How much does a book of smut weigh? Two pounds. Heavy as lead. <laughs> on your soul, it weighs something very different.
Okay. Okay. Um, 20. I think I'm still. Oh, I need to put weight on the stuff. I don't have two books of smut. I have a book of smut weighing two pounds. Frankincense mm -hmm. and honey. I don't know how heavy that will be. Uh, the um, I will empty a few pounds because you've got the jar and then the honey in it. So that's like three pounds of honey. Mm -hmm. Jar. Yeah. Um, the frankincense you can, you know, just pile in your bag and it'll just get everything super, super smelly. Or you can leave it in the jar and it'll weigh an extra pound, but it won't be getting like spread as, out amongst yourself. I have it noted as a jar, as a pound. That's okay. honey. Do the magic teacups weigh a pound each? Mm -hmm. or, yeah. Yep. The, the jars and the fluids within total a pound. Then I will be oh. lightly encumbered, which I don't. Does that impact climbing at all, or does, or is that just move speeds? It will impact climbing. Yeah, because you've got so much stuff hanging on you, it's going to be a little bit more difficult to get down. We'll have I to nailed my check. check. Do I need to re-roll the check to climb back mm. down? You're. Can this... I... So that was the climb check to get in. That thirty-one is your climb check to get in. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Then even if with we'll use the same roll and we'll just take okay. some penalties and you'll still pass okay. with flying colors. All right, so it's fine. I'm lightly encumbered with the hefty scroll case, mm -hmm. but I will uh, trek out of there and back to my goats. Yep, it'll take a few more minutes to round up your goats because they've wandered to eat the tall grasses. Um, but after that, you can head home to Necrot. Uh, thinking a couple of yeah, that's here. God. There we go. So on your way back, you want to be going carefully. You don't want to be like stumbling over any rocks and falling and breaking these jars in your backpack. You've got food with you now in the form of goats. So yeah, it is on. Great. Let's see. So you get twice your movement rate or twice your movement rate in points. Right? Yes. Yes. 16. So I do. Let's see. I can, like, put the scroll case on a goat. Uh, the box on the goat? Yeah. I don't know if you can balance a box on a goat without saddlebags. What about with an animal handling proficiency? Um, you might be able to put your bag on a goat, but I don't know about the box. What sort of bag do you have? I've got a backpack. But I, that's got all the delicate stuff in it. Yeah. Mm. How over am I? Actually, not by much. I need to cut down 10 pounds. Or you could just take an extra couple Water days. Skin. Yeah. I don't think it actually matters that much. Right, because if you force march at, what is it, 18? Mm -hmm. and if you force march, then you can go 22 and a half. You'll have 22.5, so that's two hexes a day. So if I just force march for three days, you'll you'll get there. Um, I need to roll con checks to do that. Yes, and animal handling checks. The animals are not encumbered, just me. But oh, I don't. Right. I don't. I'm oh, yeah, yeah. So they can just myself. go. It's fine. Okay. I, I think there's a way to. I mean, like, I don't want to nitpick, but like, I need, if I, I can cut down 10 pounds by like putting my pants on the goat. Like if I just walk naked and put my clothes and make yeah. the goat carry my clothes in my water, I'm unencumbered. Yeah, I, I guess you could devise and my water. 
You tie like one pant leg to your water skin on one side of the goat and the other pant leg to your like sling and its bullets. So like the pants become the saddlebags and you put 10 pounds of weight on the goat this way. Mm-hmm. And then you can like fill up the, the pant legs with stuff because they're <laughs> essentially tubes as well. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. You can make it work. Um, but I fail a force march. Does that mean I don't? Does that mean I have to immediately stop and rest? Or does that mean I, or that means I just don't get the extra movement and I stop and make camp? Uh, you don't get the extra movement, and you must rest before being able to force march again. Okay. So we'll just move at regular movement, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think you maintain the the cumulative penalties until you get your rest as well. Which the, of which there weren't any, right? Um, you or did one day of force marching, right? That gets you a minus one to things, or does one day not get you anything? I think it's minus one to combat rolls. Okay. Yeah. But it is on this first night. You settle down. You got your goats. And... You wake up to the howling of wolves, which isn't an uncommon thing. I wouldn't normally mention it, other than the fact that they sound very close. I, and yeah, you begin I, to worry for your goats. Yeah, I take up my staff and sling and go to guard the goats. Sure enough, there is a wolf approaching. But I think this is our point to take our first break. And when we come back, we will see how you deal with the hungry, hungry wolves. And uh, we'll see you guys on the other side of a break. Bye-bye. Devon used to be a shepherd looking after his family's flock until one day he inhaled strange vapors that leak from crevices around the village. He was granted the ability to see magical enhancements and decides to seek tutelage from the local wise woman, Atropos, who lives as an outcast near the village. One day, Atropos receives a vision and sends Devan to the grave of a fallen hero, promising him information about his fate. During his journey, he encounters a strange two-headed lion, a creature he has neither seen nor heard of before. Fortunately, he manages to defeat this hideous beast. Studying the corpse, he comes to the conclusion that the creature must be the creation of the gods, though he is not sure which. Before continuing his journey, he hides the corpse as best he can, hoping to retrieve it later. He eventually reaches a small village, who welcomes him and regales him of tales of Seltzer, the hero he seeks. The next day, he goes in search of the tomb once more. During his travels, he spots people basking on rocks, some distance from shore. Intrigued, he decides to investigate and makes his way down to the water, despite the dangerous descent. He swims out to them to have a chat, to find out what they are doing there. They try to enchant him and attempt to lure him to their home, far beneath the waves. He resists their charms and goes on his way but not before gifting them with small tokens. 
Devan's encounter costs him, though, as he has to swim some distance before he finds a place to leave the water and so loses his equipment. It takes several more days of travel before he finds the grotto where the tomb lies. What awaits Devan in the tomb? What do the fates have planned for him? What was behind the two-headed creature? Let's find out now on Dicing with Death. Hello everybody and welcome back to Dicing with Death. Sorry for the long break for those of you that are watching live. I finally got my breakfast and my coffee, so it took a little longer than normal. Uh, but here we are, and there are wolves, Ryan. Wolves mm -hmm. at night. Am I still fatigued from force marching? I'm getting minus one penalties. Ooh, that's a good question. Did this happen on the day that you were... Uh, yes, yes, you are fatigued. I think it is a minus one to... We should stop. I think it's a minus one to hit. So, uh, let's see, I force marched, and then I slapped, and then I raided the tomb. Right, I think you need a and half day per day of force marching to recover. Like a full half day rest. And it looks like you raided the tomb and then did a full day of hiking. So, that's no half day rest? Yeah... Double check these force march rules. Da, 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 da. End of each day of the march, a character makes a con check. Creatures roll saving throw versus. Oh, da, 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 da. a minus one penalty applied to each. That's to those. At the end. One draw back so of force marching is that each day of force marching reduces a uh, results in a minus one penalty to all attack rolls. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's at the end of the day, so I actually did force march a second day. So I'm a hex further. Oh, you did two days of force marching. Yeah. Okay. I, I failed the second day, but that means oh, I passed. Oh, right. So right. I should have minus two penalties, but I'm a hex closer to town. Yes. I that's assume correct. this doesn't change the fact that there are wolves. But... Correct. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so it is you, your. How many ghosts did you have? Two? Three? Two. Two goats. And three hungry, scrawny Where wolves. See hungry wolf. Okay. Well, I step in front of the goats and ready uh, slim uh, for uh, when, the, when the wolves show themselves. But it sounds yes. like they're showing themselves. Uh, yes. One of them slinks up slowly over the hill. It's fur blowing in the night breeze. And I'm just whirling my sling overhead, waiting for sight of it. So I, I take my shot. Let me add... Um, this would be... You would First be March. a right. poor shepherd's boy if you could not protect your flock from right. a uh, pack of thir wolves. 13 to hit. Uh, is the AC exactly? Ooh, minimum damage, but maybe enough to ward it off. Um, and then I switch to a staff as we potentially roll for initiative. Yes. These wolves are natural creatures you know they hunt for food and you don't necessarily they're not here to kill you they're here to eat your meat your your little yeah. guys 
but so if it's Meek that fights back. Right? It's a little bit more difficult. Okay. And why don't we get you an initiative roll versus the wolves? Wolf. Do they look like they're closing? Uh, they do look like that, yes. Okay. Um, then I will ready my attacks for when they foolishly decide to step within range. Okay. Uh, your attack is readied, and the first wolf will circle around to the side. They all kind of close in, trying to judge the distance, judge if you're going to fight back, if the goats are going to fight. The goats are huddled around you, baying in the air. And one of the wolves is going to make, like, a dart forward to try and nip a goat. Uh, and Ooh. I guess... You, yep. 14 will do it. Wow, great Five wolves. points of damage. Was this the same? This is a different one? Uh, this is a different one, yeah. The first one sort of backed off after got hit in the snout. This one, you crack over the head. It hits the deck and, like, almost doesn't get back up, but then, like, clears its head and scampers off pulling much farther away from the other wolves. Yeah, so um, it retreats instead of... Uh, yeah, instead of biting. Attack. Yeah, yeah, uh, it goes... Withdraw and probably not provoking an OA. Right, but also not taking the attack option. Mm-hmm. Um, that wolf, is, you can see blood running down from the spot where you hit it on the top of its head. Your staff comes away a little bit dirty, mm-hmm. a little bit bloody. Uh, that wolf seems to just be sticking to the corners now. Probably not going to join in the combat unless it's like, you know, cheap and easy shot. Um, the other two see what you've done to this guy and one of the wolves is going to come for you instead of for the goats okay. um, and it will bound towards you okay. and leap to bite alright um, I will block uh, which will succeed but I think it doesn't matter because it, like, unless it rolls a 19 or 20 so that will block a crit but uh, it, will, it yeah. rolls a natural 18. Okay. You roll a natural 18. Mm, yeah, let's pull up. I think I have to roll lower, not just. Equal to probably goes to the attacker. Blocks are really shitty. Ability, but. but if you block, you will deny crits really easily. Yeah, let's see. Which is an interesting mechanic. And I think it goes with my base roll, not my penalized roll. Right. Succeeds with a lower roll. Not equal to or lower, right? Yeah. And this is rules as this is right using Thaco, so that minus two doesn't apply, right? That's after. Right, right. You'd still need to hit AC sixteen, which you did. And then if the attacker failed they anyway, roll, they roll higher. Yeah, bummer, but I don't think it matters. Very probably close. should have rolled my fist attack first, which also goes off. Ooh, twelve. I don't think does it with. No, you're off by one with the wolf. 
All right, so the wolf does land a bite on you. Its teeth sink into you for two points of damage. Uh, getting like teen, yeah, natural eighteen. Sinking its teeth into your thigh for two points of damage, leaving this like long trail of blood, and uh, there's like the puncture wound, and then there's the scrape that runs alongside of it. Uh, The third wolf will dart for a goat as well, with a nine, ten, eleven, twelve will not hit the goat's thirteen AC. Uh, trying okay. to nip at the goat, but the goat will put the horns in the wolf's mouth, and the wolf will have to back off for a moment before pouncing again on the next round. Okay. If you don't have a battle map, I will uh, give you the benefit of the doubt and not try to argue for an attack opportunity. Um, yeah, you wouldn't get it on the incoming one. I guess the wolf is... The one that went past me for the goat. Let's. I'll just take a back attack next round. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so this guy is just chilling because he's badly wounded. These other ones will roll for initiative. And you will go first again. So I will back attack the one that's attacking the goats. Mm-hmm. Um, just roll my attack at minus oh so 18, God. including back attack. Um, uh, will clear by five. No, they have 13 AC, but pro- some of that's probably from 18 dex. 18 is five more than 13. So. It is... Math is my strong suit, you can tell. Six points of damage. Yuppers. You will... Is it still up? Or? It is still up. This is the one that you wounded with the first bolt. There's and another crit. Like I grab it legs. by the tail. Does three points of damage uh, finish it, it off? No, it won't finish it off. But the, the wolf has been hit in the face with a stone sling. Its hindquarters have been beaten with a stick. Six, and then it's seven, got its eight, like nine, tail. 10 ganked. if this is the one that I hit. It's 10 damage. It's still up. Yeah, it rolled really well on its HP. But it is badly okay. wounded now. Okay. Um, you made two attacks. The I have a third wolf. one at the end of the round and a free block. Yep. Uh, this very wolf that you're fighting is probably going to retreat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's going to think better of the situation, and it's going to back the fuck out here, uh, using a disengage action to try and yip away from you. Its tail goes between its legs. It gets low to the ground, and <laughs> off into the distance, and circles up with the other wolf who you had driven off earlier. The third one begins to circle you on its own. It judges the situation. Um, seven on the reaction die. It is hostile. You are hostile. It is cautious. It keeps its distance. Am I hostile? I uh, I feel like I was cautious. I was defending myself. I wasn't. I wasn't. It, whether you're attacking, th- you're threatening or hostile, it's still going to be cautious. It's the same result. It uh, circles you from a distance, keeping well out of striking range and looking goat, looking for an easy access to a goat. Unless the goats uh, are doing something stupid and running, I don't think there is an easy access. Like I'm between wolves and goat. This is true. So it'll spend the rest of its turn circling, waiting for an opening, hopefully hoping you do something wrong. Um, what do you do? Does it, it? This one was within melee reach of me. So unless I had to like, yeah. So it's still within attack range. So I can uh, attack yeah. it at the end of the round. Yep. Yep. You could easily step forward and strike it. Oh my god, these rolls, Ryan. For good. four points of damage. All right. 
uh, Wolf has had enough of it. On his next turn, he will disengage, and the whole pack will go find easier prey. Something that doesn't fight back quite so much. Um, You can put your guard down as the wolves head off and howl in the distance, and the, the sounds of wolf baying gets more and more distant. The evening progresses until it is gone. Actually, this this isn't the square where uh, Atropos a- uh, has her cave, is it? It's the one north of here? It's the one north of Necrot. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, the next day you can pick up your stuff and keep traveling. Right. Um, one... Uh, I will actually, unless I can drop my goats off, I think I will head north here to Atropos's cave. Yes. Bring your goats with you, and you will arrive at Atropos's cave. Um, there is the Witch of the Wilds up in her cave. You can see little bits of smoke rising from it. The smell of burnt lizard. That's how she likes them. Burnt. Atropos. I uh, holler as I approach a cave. Um, A gnarled face appears at the top of the cliff, looking down at you. A crooked finger beckons you forth. I bring gifts from the sea. And I climb up. No climb check needed. There is a, a path up designed for people to come. Looks like there's wolves outside. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You will make it up into the cave. Again, it's... Which mountain? Such a great name. Can't quite find the right time for it. Uh, you will be brought into there. You can make your way into the cave leaving your goats tied down to a stake below or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and Atropos will see you and rock back and forth on her gnarled heels, beckoning you forward closer to her with a crooked finger. She sits before the crevice in the ground from which the aromas emanate. Um, I will unfurl... Um, let's see, I'll start with the tea, I'll lay out the teacups, as if, uh, setting up a tea party. Mm. And then set out this obvious package, a large wooden box, and open that as well. And then I think, uh, I've got full MP, so I will go begin deciphering the scroll with or in front of uh, Atropos. You lay these things out. She watches silently, intently, her dark eyes uh, resting upon your face for a long time before moving to the other things you have nearby you. Hmm. Um, And let's see, read magic. I think I get two pages per casting, two rounds per level. Spell description does in two rounds per level. It can read one page or it's equivalent per round. 
Um, so I get the equivalent of four pages. So it's probably like one spell off the scroll. I don't know if I can read. In the past, we've talked about like being able to read, like starting and like reading the titles with the casting, mm-hmm. and then having to go back and decipher the spells themselves. I think that's very legit. You have read magic, so you can just keep rolling the scroll and just gazing at the names of the spells um, mm-hmm. without getting any of the materials. That's fine. Okay, so, so I'm going two to... castings of read magic. Actually, three. I can do three. I have thirteen at four, right? Thirteen MP takes 3 MP for a first level spell. So I can spend 12 MP to cast Read Magic four times, which is eight pages. So you begin to read the names on the scroll. Things like Allure, Comprehend Languages, Detect Undead, Hold Portal, Identify Potion, Minor Disintegration, Conjure Simple Object, Shadow Snap, Minor Gateway, but what really um, you find more interesting is the scroll that you're moving. You, you know, it's it's double-ended, so you roll one side up, and then you unroll the other, and then you roll the other side up, and you unroll the other. Uh, but the thickness of the paper is not increasing or decreasing on either spindle. Mm-hmm. Does it appear to be an infinite scroll, or just like a, a, a magic scroll that's longer than it is in size? Yes. Yes, it does. And it is with this that I will link you to the scroll. Um, With a little bit of... Yeah, it's at least seemingly infinite. That might be a hyperbolic name. Um, Mm -hmm. But it is definitely a magical scroll that holds far more paper than one could possibly imagine it would. It looks Mm -hmm. like you might have maybe like three yards... Of, of paper to write on here. Um, in actuality, and, you probably have more like 100 yards of parchment, maybe an infinite parchment, who knows? And this is a, like a spell book. It's not a, I can't cast spells from the scroll. I just uh, I learn spells from the scroll. This appears to be, um, what's her, Seltzer's spell book. And we will use the term spell book, even though it's a scroll, but the two are yeah. synonymous. Nice. Uh, and while you're going through this, your, your mentor will take a look at some of those potions, uh, lifting them carefully, gingerly, uh, whispering to them, holding them up to her ear as if they're whispering right back to her. And when you are done with your read magic spells, she will gaze intently into your eyes, looking kind of down her brow at you, and say, It's potions. The scroll. You have found the cave. You have found where she lives. Where she resides. Where she died. Or where she is laid to rest. These are yours. They're your gifts now. But we must know. We must know what they do. Uh, She reaches a finger into her mouth and pulls it out. Dry. And looks to you and says, To identify them, 
I will need saliva and beckons towards your face reaching like a finger towards your mouth I like kneel back and like simulate my salivary glands mm-hmm. um not pearls I say do not question my ways young boy I'll like spit into her hand or something is that does she offer a hand or she, she does touch? not she like offers a finger to reach into your mouth on her own very and I guess intrusive I stick a tongue out yeah you stick your tongue out and she ignores it and just like scrapes <laughs> the sides of your cheek with it spending an uncomfortable amount of time you know more than a second doing this uh, maneuver and then she rubs it over the the outside of the lids of these jars and produces a mortar and pestle from behind her, hands it over to you and uh, drops in a small pearl and tells you to grind this while she sniffs the jars that now have your scent all over them. Alright. Well, I uh, go to work. Grinding. Mm Mm-hmm. What is... Uh, I feel like she could have just used water. <laughs> Probably. Why she needs saliva to do any of this is beyond you. She might mm-hmm. just be a creepy, lecherous old woman who is looking for any excuse to touch you. Um, Soft but... and wet in Twitch chat tells you to stop. Stop your name, Soft and Wet. I mean, this isn't this right up your alley, buddy? <laughs> isn't this what you want? All right. <laughs> Saliva was her fee, not a component. Tallow skin gets it. I'm sorry for drawing your attention to chat. Yeah. All right. And does she identify the potions? I just got to quote someone real quick. I'm sorry. The saliva quote? Yeah. There are some new people in chat, and they need to learn that anything you say might be taken permanently out of context for all time for us to laugh at. Um, where were we? Right. So she will... You will grind the, the pearl that she puts in there into a fine powder, which will take some time. She will take the potions um, a little bit deeper into the cave, into an area of very flat stone that you will see her polishing from time to time wanting it to be like perfectly smooth and she's never satisfied with it but she dusts off the powder uh, the table here and sets these jars around And then she will, you know, mix the pearl with the with an owl feather, speak some words, and you'll see the owl feather like uh, as she she used the owl feather to make circles around the potion, which stirs the fluid itself, and then the feather itself disintegrates and falls onto the powdered pearl. And so, does the potion is the potion's liquid necessary, or do you just stir around it and? magically measure its essence 
all powder takes on a colored glow to which the potion reacts. Uh, I don't think they go in the potion. Right. You know, like she's like stirring around the potion. Right. Right. And then like the feathers, like attuning to the potion's essence or something. Yes. And she tells you to keep at bay um, a distance with that scroll. And she will actually hand you, she'll like behind, turning her back to you, she'll fumble with some stuff and then wrap some things up in like a, a leather cloth and hand them to you and tell you to keep these safe while she casts the spell. But obscures the nature of the things that she's asking you to keep safe. Okay. They're like wrapped packages. Mm-hmm. Like something that she was probably wearing on her. Uh, maybe rings or maybe necklaces or something that she was wearing that, that she like was able to hide. Spell. Yeah. I think I, I take a peek at the packages as I like tuck them away. She never said don't look. Do you want me to roll some sort of stealth check to do this secretively? Yeah. Give me... Dex? Uh, yeah, give me a, a dex check at advantage because she's busy. Oh, and I don't need the advantage. Oh, yes, I need that advantage. Yeah, I peek at these packages as I tuck them away safely out of uh, range of the spell. Uh, she has a necklace that appears to be some sort of petrified animal heart. Let me just write this down so I don't forget it. <laughs> I have these ideas in my brain, but if I don't... You had her down, conceal them because you didn't know what they were, not because you didn't want me to see. That is absolutely correct. I knew that she's got magical shit, and I didn't want to have to tell you, but I wanted to be, play true to form that she can't have it within 30 feet of you. Now you're making me... Is that the, uh... Is that the range? Is the... Yeah, 30 feet is the... No magic items within 30 feet. No potions or magic. Okay. Yeah. So I like, is her cave even that big? Mm -hmm. It extends back quite a ways. The It's maybe like 30 feet from front to crack. And then from crack to back is a lot longer. All right. So I take all of these magical items to the back of her crack. Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess bring her potions as she finishes with them. Yeah. Her new potions. Uh, So she's got a petrified animal heart necklace. Uh, she has a uh, bracelet of bone and feather. Um, and what was the third thing that she has? Uh, yes, she has a ring that seems to be made of like, uh, what do we call it? Um, if you were to, like, cut the ring in half, one half of it is um, is a, a gemstone, like, as if it were uh, the ring were entire gemstone, so it just carved out, so the, the ring is pure gem, and the other half of it is bone. So it's, like, half bone, half gem, somehow fused together with no clear cracks or lines of division. If I were a Neil PC, I would murder her right now and take all these magic items. Perhaps. I... I can be sort of murder hobo-y at times, as a player. Um, it's all that pent-up aggression from DMing all the time. Mm-hmm. Dealing with frustrating players and just... Fuck it! I'm just gonna kill it all! Uh, she will tell you Wait, how many potions can we identify with an identify potions? Just one. 
one. Okay. So she must do this over and over again, and you uh, must grind pearl I, and powder. Well, if I can keep track of it. So when I sensed their auras with the detect magic, I noted that there were three different potions. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there, were th- and there were some duplicates. If I'm able to tell the teacups apart at this point, mm-hmm. I can just bring her the three that she needs to identify Perfect. and say that the other two are duplicates. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so are there three, there's three unique potions. Are there correct. three of the same and then two individuals? It is a two, two, and one. Okay. Uh, so the two, there are two water breathing, two gaseous form, and one sweet water. Say that again. Two water breathing, two gaseous form, and one sweet water. having magic teacups on my character sheet more but hey what does a potion of sweet water do is it like cure poison or something uh she will tell you um but the casting has taken a lot out of her and you will have to come very close while she whispers these things in your ear her throat seems to have gone uh what do you call it not haggard but um uh, coarse and rough like sand and she will whisper in your ears the potion of sweet water will purify any water found uh, in a huge quantity you could pour it into a, a briny pond you know just a little bit of the potion of sweet water and turn the entire pond fresh is other Destroys potions and poisons. Yes. Yes. I think that's it. It turns anything, any liquid it touches into pure water, basically. Yep. Um. And with it, with the whispering in your ear, comes the... The tale, the mission, it's not quite a prophecy. She didn't inhale any vapors. Maybe she did while you were away, but she will hold out the potion of sweet water to you and say, this one you will need. You will need sooner than later. I cannot see where or when, but in the coming days or weeks, this one will be needed. Sweetwater? Mm hmm. Hmm. Okay, then. Um, and then she rests, kind of, you know, she was whispering into you, and then she, in exhaustion, like falls onto your chest, breathing heavily. I, I catch her and put her to sleep. Yeah. Tuck her in. Probably not the first time that she has exhausted herself. 
contents of a single container will change up to 100,000 cubic feet of polluted salt or alkaline water to turn it fresh. Not that many. 100,000 cubic feet? Yeah. That's, I guess a that's 30 a by 30 by 30 cube. So it's like a swimming pool or something, or a small pond. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like 45 by 45, but sure. Whatever. Uh, the cubed root of 100,000 is... Okay, yeah, 45. Yeah. Wow, rounding really made a difference. Um, yes, yes. Okay. You have an infinite scroll with, I think, 10, 20, just shy of 30 spells on it. You mm -hmm. have a silver knife. You have a bunch of spell components and um, some potions. A book of smut. <laughs> I don't sh oh, I, I bet Atropos would get a kick out of that one uh -huh. um, I will I will leave the book of smut on her uh, like bedside table or whatever for her to notice when she wakes up okay. um, and then I think I will head into town actually I force march so I'm done here Right. I will rest long enough to continue my journey back to town probably leaving before she awakens she sleeps long and deep. This woman oh. is seemingly ageless. People of your village have been telling stories about her for generations, it seems. So she could be a couple hundred years old, perhaps. Uh, she's easily worn out by efforts these days and must rest. I think with that, you spend the night and you can return home the next day. I just rest long. I think I do like a half night and leave right around dawn or something like that. Okay. Right, I rest long enough to recover from the force march and then head home to like rest in my bed or whatever. Yes. Return to my pissed off parents. Where have you been? Can't steal our goats like that. Now, they're now. They're fat. <laughs> Devon, it was one thing for you to disappear, but to disappear and take goats is entirely irresponsible of you. Don't you know that you shouldn't be playing with magic? We should get the mothers against the I occult playing, together. I We're going to call it with magic. Look at the goats. They're fine. They've even put on some weight. Well exercised. Take out the compost. Um... I don't know why all of my parents are always antagonistic. You'd think once in a t once every now and then there'd be someone who's like, "Good job, son. Way to get that magic. I'm so proud of you." Instead of just being like, if parents not. were supportive, we'd no one would ever become an adventurer. <laughs> Everyone would just be like happy and healthy and well-rounded and have yeah. no need to get out on their own. That makes sense. <clears throat> they're just mean because they love you and they're trying to push you to be better and stronger. That's why. Any All right, then. It's yeah. a good spot for our second break. Or sure. I, I think even... this is a fantastic spot. Um, we'll see you guys on the other side with a little bit more Dice with Death. 
Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. Hello. The first night you spend back in the crot is an unusual one. You have another strange dream. This one is of your hometown. Krat, as it stands, typically is a small, poor village of mud brick buildings with a couple of you know, actual branches here and there, a little bit of thatch, but not that much because you got to like haul it in from grasslands far away. It's kind of a pain or like palm fronds from some far away. Uh, so it's uh, it's a poor, poor little village. But in your dream, you walk through the town in its position between two hills and the buildings are now made out of stone. They extend for multiple stories up. The street here is now paved with cobblestones. The little creek that runs through the town has been put into like a, a channel of stone um, that like flows easily without losing anything, without dirtying from the ground here. You can see that uh, towards the back end, like the up end, Necrot's sort of in a, a bit of a downhill valley, so it's got a slope to it. At the back end of it is a grotto, similar to the one that you saw in Seltzer's Lair, but clearly not over the ocean and not facing the, the eastward sun. And it is up the town that you walk, um, empty, devoid of people, but looking lived in, looking strong. Doors are hanging properly. There are little bits of glass and windows on various places. There's a, an open door that leads into a large tavern room that you certainly don't have here. You've probably never even really seen a tavern before. Um, I guess you must have some sort of common gathering room, but this is a, a more resplendent place. Uh, in your dream, your town is large and wealthy and still in its same hometown, but just improved. You will reach the back grotto in your dream, and that's where it will end, bringing you sharply back to reality with the baying of goats in the morning. Uh, bringing you out of your fantasy and back home. Fantasy of vision. <clears throat> mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. You said there's no tavern, but there must be some sort of gathering place, right? Certainly. It's not where I will, where I will go and ramble about my visions of uh, Necrot mm-hmm. and its uh, streets of stone, paths made of cobble. Yeah. And this grotto? Where is the grotto? Am I able to... Was it like a place that I knew? Yeah, it's a place that you know. Um it's just like up the slope of the village and beyond where the village would actually end in the modern era. Mm-hmm. Uh, and beyond that, is right now it just looks like sloped earth. But in your dream, the earth sloped and then kind of came to a, a flat part. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a cave there and it was from the cave that the creek ran. Right now, the creek just sort of like leaks out of the earth at a few different places. Um, mm-hmm. there's, there's probably some underground spring that pushes the water up uh, and then it just like leaks out in a few different places and by the time you get halfway down the hill it's at full strength 
or halfway through mm-hmm. the town. It's at full strength. And I'll yeah, so I'll tell them of this grotto up the hill where the where the spring currently is. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think everyone, uh, pr- every productive member of society, is probably out and about during the day, right? So it's probably just Devon rambling to the drunks, telling them. You know, the, the idlers who are like mm-hmm. sitting around drinking in the middle of the day, telling them how they've got to, you know, get together and build these beautiful buildings of stone and excavate this spring to make a beautiful tavern. Maybe this piques their ears because they're like, oh, oh yeah, it oh, sounds like yeah. a great place to be drinking. Mm-hmm. But then they refill their pints and or their their. Glass, somebody should get on that, you know. Yeah, Um, I'm gonna roll my uh d13 one. (laughs) Um, so I think I'm at two MP, and I'm gonna, after rambling some of the morning away, I will uh, head up the slope to find this spring. Yep, you can find the spring. Uh, it it's not one spot, right? It leaks a little bit from here, a little bit from there, a little bit from here, but it's all kind of coming from the same maybe 50 foot area, 50 by 50 foot area. And I'll inspect it and search the area for secret passages. I do have that ability. There are no seeming secret passages. Nothing that is uh, already existing. Perhaps there's something buried deep under the earth. But if it's there, it's already buried in earth, so you wouldn't be able to detect it. I'll look around and uh, spend the day here reading from Seltzer's uh, infinite scroll. Even if I don't understand it, I can use it to recover MP. Mm -hmm. So I will spend that day. Roll another D13. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember why I only had 10 MP. It's because I keep three of that earmarked for my armor spell. Ah, right. And then, uh, yeah. Let's see if there's any spells I want to learn on this list. The Identify Potion, I feel like I should learn eventually. Mm Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll go ahead and roll for that. I mean, we had that scene with, uh, what's their name? Yeah. I mean, she could identify things for you if you want. Do you not want her to be taking her, your saliva to learn your spells? To learn what your, your things do? I think... I should still probably know how to do it myself. Okay. Yeah. Um, it will take you 1d2 days to learn the spell, if that's what you so desire to do. Yeah. Two days. And then I will roll my d100. Uh, let's see greater than 70 less than 70 and 71 fail all right then 
Yes, the potion spell still escapes you. Perhaps more Somewhere. potions need to be consumed. Mm -hmm. Um, that actually, I'm already at full one. Never mind. Um, but I can be using read magics and stuff during the day. Mm -hmm. Um, so maybe I hang around town and study for a little bit. There's a lot of really cool spells, but with my limited spells per level, I'm starting to get towards the end of it. How many spells do you have presently? Um, if we're including read magic, detect magic, identifying that sort of thing, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight out of 11. Ooh. Um, I think Identify Potion will be one of them. Although, can regular Identify still be used to identify potion? Uh, yeah. It's just more costly. Yes, yes. You could use regular Identify. It's just ten times the cost. Reveal Doors is a cool one. Spark shower is also cool. Minor disintegration is interesting for creating spell components. I feel like the trouble with a lot of your new spells, especially the level one spells, is with mm -hmm. the, the limit on number of spells you can learn. Yes. It's like, why would you ever take some of these super minor spells? Yes. Although I guess with the MP system, you kind of need to limit the number of spells you know. I think also that there are rules for going beyond those numbers if you research the spells. If you invent so, new ones, yeah. Yeah, but you could also yeah. research an existing spell. You just have to use the research rules. I don't think that lets you add it, go beyond your spell limit. Does it not? Yeah, I think you. I think only spells that you invent are exempt from the spells per level. Um, one suggestion I might have is to be able to like over, re, like unlearn spells, mm. like like have it more akin to spells prepared kind of thing. Hmm. And it would just take you some days to like, like you still have to go through the process of learning a spell, but like you could. I don't know. Just a suggestion. I don't think we'll get to that for now or need to worry about it for now. Yeah. The um, spells yeah. per level cap is um, sometimes frustrating to bump up against. So, yeah, I'm sure we'll find that's a... Why, uh, that's why Georg and his amulet were so convenient. Mm -hmm. 19 int. He had unlimited mm -hmm. spells. Yeah. Um, I will... Uh, I would like to visit that the grotto for my vision at uh, I think I'll I mean over the course of these days I will spend all hours of the day there if that makes sense so I'd like to visit it at dawn to see if mm -hmm. that reveals anything hidden there and also be there at sunset like I think no. that will be the spot where I'm studying and yeah regardless of the time of day or night the grotto stays the same mm -hmm. hmm. as in not yet a grotto Yes. 
distinguish is cool. Mm-hmm. I, I, it should, I wonder if that one should be reversible. But I guess with the MP system, that might be OP. Uh, to... To be able to turn on fires. It's like you extinguish to start a fire. But I guess that's like... Yeah, it might. we might be able to reverse it to do, like, you could start candles and places that are already prepared to be lit. Does yeah. Prestidigitation, I think, maybe already do that? I don't know. Uh, is Prestidigitation not a wizard spell? Yeah, it is. I'm misspelling it? I might be not typing it right. Press to... Um... Oh, no, it's just press... called cantrip. Called oh, prestidigitation is a non-weapon proficiency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the prestidigitation spell comes from 4th and 5th editions, and 2nd yeah. edition is just called cantrip. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, prestidigitation is a non-weapon proficiency that lets you do sleight of hand or street magic. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, I think extinguish could be reversible to do ignite, and it would ignite things designed to be ignited campfires yeah. candles so torches, like, but not just like random brush lying around there, if there you'll do that time. i would like to learn ignite yes yeah so like yeah so like you still need to build a campfire but instead of using flint and steel you can use 3mp to light the campfire yes or to light a candle or what about at night at ninth level could you start a forest fire or is that... Uh... I don't think so. I don't think we're going to be like, 3MP, forest fire. <laughs> I think you'll yeah. just be like, fireball, forest fire, you know? Yeah. So it probably caps at... Maybe there's no... Like, the reverse doesn't scale with level. Yeah, I think so. The reverse just lets you ignite a can candle, torch, lantern, or small prepared campfire. All right, so if you'll allow that, I will go ahead and try to learn Ignite, or mm -hmm. Extinguish. Yes. I succeed. I feel like that's a really cool, like, uh, roleplay type effect for, like, a wizard to be able to... Fire. No fire. Yeah. 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 I more meant the no fire, like, oh, as, no like, fire. a show yeah, of power. Yeah. I am no weird conjurer of cheap tricks and use your cheap tricks to snuff out all the candles um is the material component here just the fire uh, a drop, oh, of, a drop water. of water okay mm -hmm. which does you know a drop of saliva will work in a pinch mm -hmm. uh, pure water i think is maybe better if you use saliva it probably like smokes and doesn't go out <laughs> quite as nicely yeah i like the oh, man i was watching I was watching some Buffy the Vampire Slayer last night and they were going through a magic shop talking about like the random components there as sort of just background for what was going on. And they were talking about, well, you can use this, but if you use this other component for it, that'll like change the texture of the spell and the spell won't be 
such and such a way. And I really like the idea of variable components. Like, this component will get it to work perfectly, but this component, like, which is substitutable, will sort of do the same thing, but there'll be, like, a flavor color or flavor difference or color difference yeah. to it. Yeah. I don't so want to turn it turn this MP system too much into, like, sorcerers from 5e, but I do kind of like the idea of being able to use more MP to eliminate components. I think the conjure spell component kind of accomplishes that. Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what I was imagining with the conjure spell component plus detect magic is like I can conjure some crystals from elsewhere. It takes a little extra time, basically turns it into a ritual, but for double the, but for an extra three spell points, I was able to cast it without spell components kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. But I, yeah, I think the way to do that is to just have a conjure spell component spell that maybe needs to, maybe needs a higher level version to conjure better spell components or something. I don't mm -hmm. know. Yeah. I mean, a lot of spells have, like, ore-type spell components. Um, not sure what they are, but I'm trying to think of examples. Uh, green magic has a crystal ore mineral prism. Like maybe if it's not a very high quality crystal, you would nerf how well the spell works. I have updated the ig extinguish with a ignite reverse. Um, if you want to change the wording on that, I'm open to it, but I think the concept is good. Perhaps this is a good time to dole out some experience. Um, we didn't do any last session, did we? Nope. Nope, did not. I, uh, since we're doing a high experience campaign, I don't know if you want to actually calculate it, but there was the two-headed lion. I would argue for uh, full experience from the sirens or something like that. I feel like I defeated that encounter by seducing the sirens rather than defeating them in combat. So why not just uh, give me a couple thousand experience, right? Uh, possibly something like that. They weren't going to kill you. They were just going to take you into their underground lair and tell you stories and listen to you and play with you for like 20 or 30 years and then let you go. Um, but I guess saving yourself 20 or 30 years is a, no, a good thing. That's a, that's a victory, I believe. So you did not fight a common lion. You fought a two-headed lion. Kind of two lions. I think it counts as a lion and a half. <laughs> uh, and then there were sirens. Uh, are you multi or are you dual or tri-classed? I am dual fighter wizard. 
easier to deal with then. Uh, 2,000 XP per siren? What is this? <laughs> Come on, you were talking about power leveling me. Yep, yep. Right, and if I'm splitting, like, this will probably just get me midway through level two. Yep. Right, 4,000 for the sirens, a couple hundred for the lion, a couple hundred for the wolves, a couple hundred for some spell learning. Maybe some quest XP if you're feeling generous, but... So, lions, sirens, and wolves, oh my. Mm -hmm. uh, those were the only monsters... I mean, you, you did kill a scorpion, but I don't think that was a threat to you. No. Okay, so... Combat XP, which gets split evenly. Mm -hmm. um, oh, plus some quest XP here, because you did find the tomb, and, you know, there have been some visions that you've been fulfilling and going in the direction of, so... We're going to start by dividing 6,335 Oops. between the two. 6,335? Yeah, so that's 3,167. Yeah. Um, and then if you have 10%, take them. Just in my wizard. 3,167.5 slash... I like how you're keeping that 0.5. Mm-hmm. Slash 3484.25. Um, and then how about wizard only? Yeah. Yeah. Is that just going to be for learning? Oh, we could do it for casting spells, but that sounds a bit. Um, it's up to you. Yeah, let's do it. Just let's do all spells. the class XP stuff. So let's um, fighters. So then, you defeated three six nine. It'd just be the wolves and the lions, right? Yeah, I just got to figure out the lion HP um, or hit dice. I think it's a three or four hit die creature or cat, large cat, great. Lion, five hit dice, so nine and five, uh, but it's five plus two, so it's really ten and five is fifteen hit dice, which is going to be a hundred and fifty additional fighter XP. Okay. And then wizard spells cast to overcome problems. Ooh, we weren't tracking all of these things, but let's. Give no, it a I don't think I, I used some glancing blows. I think I two. I think you used two glancing blows. Does you... armor count? I was saved by my armor, right? Yeah, I'll give you an armor. Uh-huh. So it's three. Um, you did conjure spell components and yeah. detect magic, so that's another two. Yeah. I conjured two... Does conjuring spell components count? Like, I guess so I wasn't really overcoming... You did conjure spell components to overcome the... the sirens? The sirens. That that's, a, that's a use of so your spells. Some, so it's a, yeah. Okay, so that's six by my count. Mm -hmm. There's a fist of stone in there as well, fighting the lion. Okay, that's so seven. Got then. Seven. All right, so that'll be three hundred and fifty XP for your wizard. Yeah, and then do I get it for learning? For learning uh, yeah, spells, hundred per successfully learned spell. So four fifty. Yeah. It's one point one. It's three nine seven nine point two five. So this will bring both up to a solid level two. Love it. Cracking 0.25 XP. 
you <laughs> madman. It's the principle of the thing. All right, and so now <laughs> I get to roll. Uh, D6 plus D10 plus D6 divided by 2 plus 1. Meh. Five more. So that will bring me to a total of 12 and a half. How much MP do I get? Uh, you roll your willpower and you gain... Is that how much? Let me double check. I think you just roll your willpower and you gain that much MP. Cerebelt uh, wizard. They gain 1D willpower each level up. Okay, so uh, which is risky. Yeah. Yeah. 18. No. So, <clears throat> you, this scroll, this infinite scroll that you have, um, what do we say? It's big and it's heavy. And if you're going to carry it around, you're going to find yourself constantly battling the encumbrance. However, yeah. with the MP system, you can sort of travel around and not return to your scroll for a while. You the yeah. the scroll will hold your spells and allow you to regain mana much faster if you spend your time studying it. Uh, essentially, like more than doubling the amount of mana that you can gain. I think. Yeah. Um. So this might be the sort of scroll to tell you what to do that you don't take with you that you return I, I, to. Uh, I think that will be the case. Beautiful. Um, cool. What to do now? Um, what we're going to do now, because you are your village is approached by a weary traveler a few days later. You've been studying the big scroll, trying mm -hmm. to learn things off of it, playing with that grotto, occasionally being asked to like help out more around days the family. For spell learning? Because once I level up, I will reattempt a few spells. Sure. Yeah. I think um, we can get um, three more days of spell learning before you are interrupted. Yeah, I think I was gonna read, attempt, comprehend languages. Maybe not bother with identify potion actually, but I'll roll for comprehend languages. Fail. Okay. Oh, All right. unfortunate. Uh, that took you two days. Two days, ago. so we'll just... Okay, we'll skip to the stranger. Yes. A visitor arrives from the west. Um, hobbling into your town, their clothes worn, their walking stick heavy with sweat, their sandals, uh, one broken, one still functional. And uh, as they reach your town, and someone from your village comes and offers them food and water and shelter... Uh, the, the story will spread quickly that this 
person. This gentleman comes from a village called Grecos to the west. And something, some dark magic has taken over his town and turned the well to blood. The people have lost their only water source, their, their only reliable water source. Their supplies of water are running out. And they have come to Necrot because they have heard there is a witch here that might be able to solve their problems. A witch that might be able to reverse the blood in the well. However, you've been telling your friends these tall tales about two-headed lions. And as this story kind of trickles out from the house, from the kids who are sent out to get water to bring back to the person... Your friends hear of it, and they come to tease you about this, saying to you, Devon, this guy's well's turned to blood. Sounds like one of your things. Why don't you go fix it for him? Um, Maybe I will. I boast. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. I will gather my things and go to see this traveler. Is he uh, in the uh, public house, or is he... No, he's in... um, one of the houses are near the west end of town. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the first places he came across where he's been given shelter. Uh, he is tired. One of the denizens of the house is tending to his feet. That are, One of his feet has been like walking on hard ground. The other's been on a sandal. So one's like mm-hmm. cut and blistered. And someone is uh, gingerly wrapping it with some, mm-hmm. some actual ginger uh, to aid in the healing of the foot. Well, I will approach and knock. I'll poke my head in, I guess. The door's probably open. Yep, the person will see you. Uh, the home owner will see you and call in Devon. He calls. Gre- Greetings, auntie. Hello, weary traveler. The weary traveler looks up at you and... Hello. I've come seeking the witch. The oracle. I have... I have heard... Um... I've heard whispers of your tale echoing out throughout our town. You come from Grecos? Yes. Rumor... The rumors are spreading that your well runs red with blood. It does. We draw water up, and it's thick, viscous, tastes like iron. Surely a foul omen. We've been cursed. We we need someone to lift the curse. One of the spirits we have prayed to to protect our home has grown angered, grown mean. Her protection has turned to violence. How far is your village? About a day to the west. West by Northwest. Very well. Take me with you. And I will, uh... But the Oracle! I will... bring with me the the blessings of Atropos. 
denizen of this house, your auntie looks to you with the like, what the fuck is he talking about look on her face, but she doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. I, I may be able to cleanse your well. If you say so. Uh, and when the feet are done binding, he will lead you back to Grecos. Is he ready to travel right away? Um, no, it's probably should best to take off, off the next day because he yeah. probably spent a day, a full day getting here. Mm-hmm. It must have been in the evening. Um, and you guys can return in the morning. I will visit uh, Atropos that evening. Okay. And she... tell her that a, uh, a traveler has come from Grecos. He says their well runs red with blood. I think we have found the cause for that sweet water. Yes, sweet child. Yes, you have. But there is more to it than that. There is the thing that caused the blood in the first place. It is not simply enough to return the well to its form. Of course, I should destroy the cause before wasting the sweet water. How wise you have grown under my tutelage. Do you have any any guess at what might cause this? Can I roll a folklore check of my own? Please do. Natural twenty. If there's anything in uh, in our histories at all like this, I surely would have heard it. Yes. The people of this area are a superstitious lot. Lots. There are lots of little shrines to spirits, to to gods, uh, not like the gods that live in the sky, but like little local gods. Mm-hmm. Most of this stuff is sort of, you know, poppycock. Uh, but there are creatures of great magical power that sometimes pretend to be deities and uh, pretend to give blessings or curses to places as a, a god. So if I probably will when I show up with my sweet water. <laughs> yeah. So if these people are saying that a god has turned the well to blood, either they've actually pissed off a real deity and you fucked, um, or there is something magical masquerading as a god in the area. Probably some small fae spirit or like a a little gremlin or Mm -hmm. a small minor demon or something. Mm Mm-hmm. And when I say small, I I do mean physically diminutive. These sorts of fey creatures and minor demons that can work this sort of mischief tend to be relatively um, physically small. They're they're more mischievous uh, and villainous things than they are actually like imposing and powerful. All right, then I'll head back into the village. 
Mm-hmm. Um, as I'm leaving, uh, I will uh, say to Atropos, uh, I hope you've been enjoying your reading. And unless she responds quickly, what is that referring to? She has a chance. Uh, the smut book that I left on her bedside oh, table. Oh, right, right. <laughs> uh, she. Glances at the book with um, some sort of disdain. <laughs> and she, she didn't like my joke. Uh, or the she, book. She seems to maybe be not a fan of the book, which is not, you know, <clears throat> she typically behaves in, in such a way that she might like the book, but I think for her, it's more. How do you say? To draw a really creepy correlate, uh, you know, simile here or something, it would be very much like the the priest that tells you not to do, not to have premarital sex, but then like is abusing children behind closed doors anyway. So on the surface, she's like, "No, get that smut away from me." But then mm-hmm. when she's in the throes of her spells, she's like, "Come here, I need to lick your ears to get the magic I need." You know, mm-hmm. it's uh. On the surface, she's above this stuff. Mm-hmm. The dog-eared pages tell otherwise. <laughs> right. All right, so. I'll return to the village, rest, and then depart with this Grecan in the morning. Okay. Uh, you will return to Grecos in the morning with the old man. Uh, he will tell you his name is... I will... Uh, oh. I was going to say, I will hide my scroll beneath my floorboards. Mm-hmm. Probably would have been safer to leave it with Atropos, but... Alas... Uh, the gentleman's name is Olenth. Olenth. My name is Devon. Right. Well then, you can go back with Colinth to Grecos. Yeah. You will travel. I will, yeah, I will tell him that I have uh, visited Seltzer's uh, cairn at the sea and I will bring blessings of pure water to Grecos. He looks overjoyed at these words. Yes, please. We we rely on the well. Uh, long ago, the creek ran dry, and now the well is our only source. If, if we can't get it fixed in the day or two, we'll be completely out of water and we'll have to move. There will be no hope for our village. We'll have to split into different directions. Our entire way of life will come to an end. Tell me of the god that forsake you, forsook you. Who do you Latos. call? Platos. Platos. Yes. What is Platos's domain? Platos is the uh, uh, the domain of water, of of life. He's a a great and mighty god, more powerful than Martha by far. Brings us water 
And then be careful, I'll I'll say. I'm uh, not a particularly religious man, but some might say these words are blasphemy. Nonsense! For generations, Platos has given us fresh water from our well. But but something's gone wrong. I think maybe someone in town offended her, or him, or or, or, maybe, or maybe we've lost his divine m- favor. Or maybe you have offended Martha or Nadinus by favoring this Platos over them. I can't see why. He's Martha and Ornadinus must have created Platos. He's a servant of theirs, a small god, a, a local god. Perhaps. A free trade perhaps. deity. Alright, so we will head west, and then where is Grecos? Uh, up here, west and then northwest. You will reach. Okay. The, the town's actually like in the middle of the tile, so you won't see the, the grasslands nearby. Okay. Um. And you will come to another little village nestled between two tall hills. Um, there's a dry creek that runs along one side of it. You have a creek that kind of like runs the middle of your village. The way mm-hmm. the topography of theirs is sort of like flat with a gentle slope to it off to one side. So the creek runs on would have run on one side of the, the town, but now is dry. Um, the people here are some of them are going about their business others are hanging out in their houses trying to keep their water from evaporating and trying to not use very much water so just staying low and staying still hoping for a cure to come Uh, show me to your well unless there's someone in town who I should speak with will take you to the middle of town where a well has been burrowed, uh, basically interrupting that dry creek bed. It drops 20 or 30 feet down. Um, you can hear a bucket splashing down below. Mm-hmm. There's a rope that leads from the bucket up and over and out. There's a very small little shelter over it so the bucket doesn't scrape along the side of the, the well, but instead goes over like a rounded beam. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's dark down there. You know, during midday, you might be able to see down, but during the afternoon, when the, the sun's light is lower, it's just 10 feet of vision and then pitch black. I will pull up the bucket. Mm-hmm. The bottom drips with blood. On the other Does side of the well bl- from the village is a small shrine to, presumably, to um, Latos. Right. I will pull up this bucket and inspect its contents? Does it literally look like blood, or does it just look like orange water? Literally like blood. Is it like sticky? I'll like yeah. smell it. Yeah, it's sticky. Smell it like smells like iron. It's got that um, smooth quality to it. It fills the crevices of your fingers. I look around and walk over to the shrine, leaving like the bucket on top of the mm-hmm. edge of the well. Is a crowd gathering? There are a few people gathered about. Yeah, I will walk over to the shrine. The shrine looks like a miniature diminutive house. It's got a slanted stone roof, four little walls, um, like a little door type thing where you could stick offerings, but it also looks like there might be further rooms on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, as if someone, you know, like you'd have to maybe take off the, the roof to be able to look inside to see the different rooms of the building. Uh, there are remains of offerings left here. There's some dry, there's some ashed sage here. 
Uh, you can find the bones of a fish that has been left behind. Although where they mm -hmm. got a fish from, you're, that's a different story altogether. Hmm. I'll look around the shrine to see if there's any any signs of anything. He said there were extra rooms. Uh, if you the 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 area where you would have an offering, it does not encompass the full size of the house. So it looks like there is extra space within the the little shrine house that cannot mm -hmm. be seen from the outside. Is there a secret door, or is or just like a pull the nose yeah. doors? Um, why certainly there are there is a, a series of secret doors within this. If you look in your little the little um, offering hole area, uh, just to the inside and to the left is a door that cannot be seen unless you like really crane your head around and you can put your finger in there. It's more of a concealed door than a secret door, and you can find yeah. the edges of this little mini thing. Uh, am I being watched? Or By many people? What's back here? I'll ask the nearest. Do not disturb his home. Perhaps, perhaps Platos has died, and that is why the well has gone bad. What's? There's a room back there. What? What it's is this? It's his home. Ryan was built to him decades ago. Maybe surely, centuries. Surely your god does not literally live here. Where? Where do your gods live? He says defensively. You're questioning his very way of life. In another plane? In, in the heavens? Um, Look at you. I will go to fidget with the secret door unless he stops me. Yeah. You proclaim to speak on behalf of the Oracle and you've got some something here to fix it. They're all eager to hear what you've got to say. Yeah. So I will go into the back area of the shrine to see what's back there. Uh, yeah, you can poke open this little door on the side and cool air, like very cool cold air brushes against your finger and something tries to bite you. Uh, well, yeah, that'll get it. You feel small fangs pierce into your have, finger. Even with my 17 AC? Bites yeah, me. natural 18 on the die. Um, the finger, the little fangs don't hurt you enough to do an HP of damage. Like, like when a kitten chomps on you. However, you will need to make me a poison save. Damn it. No. How? I shout. Pulling back my hand. Mm hmm. Okay. You have failed by ten. Yes. At first, it's nothing, but it begins to swell and ache. I'll let you know when other effects come into play but you have some time doesn't chat it? says i should start rolling up my new character chat doesn't know anything <laughs> no if you're using your new poison system they're actually not quite as brutal um ow i say looking at my finger are there like two little fang marks in it 
Uh, four little fang marks. Yeah, two on top, two on bottom. Okay. Did I do I see what bit me or? No, no, you, had, you were like poking Where? the door and the door is like just inside the doorway and to the left. So you can't really see it unless you were to like disassemble the house somewhat. So, so you I didn't like, even see. So I didn't even get into the secret door. Uh, no, you, you poked open the secret door and that's when the cold air came out and something nibbled mm-hmm. on you. Um, can I look? Yeah, look, give look. me a perception check to try and find a, a viewpoint before the thing moves. No. no, by the time you can get back and maybe see the doorway with your one good eye, like poking it sort of in, um, the whatever creature is in there has moved away. Is it dark or something? Um, let me do a doodle, because I think I'm being unclear here. Uh, I'm going to bring us to a page real quick. Like the... little house is shaped like this as like a room. this which is where the offerings go can you see what I'm doodling yeah okay. uh, and then there was a, a little door like right here so if you're on the outside um, and the, the doorway of offering is like here this this little side door is just hard to view from the the outside. If this entire thing is maybe like a foot wide, you know. Oh, it's that small. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's a small little house. It's like a tiny oh. little. You can like fit your hand in there, and that's about it. Okay. Um, is there a way to get like? Does the roof come off? Yeah. Is it a stone house? Yeah. It's just a series of stones put together. You could easily lift the roof off. All right. I shout ow as it bites me. I look to see if I can get a look, and I take my hand out, and then I guess I guess I go to lift the roof. You lift the roof and see the god, the demon, the fey creature, the the mischiefing Platos within. And before we describe him or tell you anything else about it, we will end our session for the day. What? Yes, always end on a cliffhanger poisoned and dying yes we'll roll a new character next week yes (laughs) Uh, and that will wrap us up for dicing with death today stuff Um, I will not be able to make critical feedback this week but perhaps next perhaps next then all right that will be nice Um, we already did experience Mm -hmm. um there uh, was there chit chat's not this weekend no chit chat is not this sunday but next sunday yes indeed yes the expanded chit chat the expanded are we saying Uh, how it's expanded or 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 no we'll leave that as a surprise whoa yeah uh and improved Yeah. yeah And also, chat, if you would uh, join me in wishing Ryan here a happy birthday, uh, he would probably not appreciate that, but you should do it anyway, because Ryan's about to become an even older man. Yeah, Monday, I think. You're a little early. Uh, Yeah, but But, I'm not going to see you between now and Monday, so. Yeah, well, you don't need to wish me happy birthday. I'm, I'm turning 31. Nobody gives a shit anymore. 
Nope. Over the hill. Just well, put it's me your down first, already. It's your first birthday since you've been married, so you know, you'll need somebody to, so, to recognize yeah. it. <laughs> so happy birthday, Ryan. Enjoy the thirty one years of age. I won't. <laughs> Any plans for it? Staying inside uh, and watching Netflix because you can't go outside because no, the air is poison? I, I will actually be breaking quarantine. Oh. <laughs> you want camping? No, we're heading down to Portland this weekend. You going to see the Portland people? Uh, at least one or two. Probably not the people in general because they're relatively uh, locked down as well. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Well then, uh, I guess that's it. We'll have critical I feedback so. in an hour and a half. Make sure to tweet at Hobgoblin, Hogoblin. Happy birthday. And we'll see you guys next week for more Dice with Death. <laughs> Thanks for Good watching. Don't tweet. It's a waste of time.